Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome back to What We Missed in Wrestling, our recap podcast about professional wrestling now into the 1990s at a time before Nitro, before Raw is war, and that we stopped watching professional wrestling. On the line tonight, it's Brother Beavis. What's happening, man? Hey, are you ready to rumble? Yeah. <laughs> and we're into our favorite federation, uh, the WWF in the 90s, uh, y'all. Woo, you mean our, our favorite entertainment entertainment that's gonna come up here in a little bit we're at the royal rumble 1991 i think it said this is the fifth installment of the rumble up to this point uh if you're not familiar or re-familiarize yourself this is where they take all the people to get them a payday at the end and throw them into one big old uh long ass um battle royal and put some wwef spin on it so they can put Hulk Hogan over. That's basically what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did, did I miss anything there? Because no, I'm pretty like, sure that's it. I was watching this, and what is it? It's like an hour or almost two hours like just to get to the start of the Rumble. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it was just a slog. And then like they started, I was like, I, I can't sit through another of this, another yeah. hour of this right now, knowing how it's going to end. I had to like, walk away for several days and then yeah, I finish it. On our there are pre- some of these like where... Like some of the ones where you watch where you know it's going to end up in Hulk Hoganness at the end, but like mm-hmm. the part leading up to it is actually enjoyable. Yeah. Like they, they play out some of the other storylines. This one is not that. This is a lot. This one had, we'll get to it, I guess, but this one has by far the highest concentration of people like leaning against the corner and or the ropes, <laughs> grapevining the ropes and just oh, like struggling to not get thrown out. Yeah, oh, exactly. this is just like, like, oh shit. We, we had like six six shows in a row. We got to go do the Rumble. That's all good. We'll just like, we'll just lean in. in the corner. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, if you're a long time listener of this show, one of the first questions that we asked was, do battle royals suck? Because <laughs> there's just, I mean, there's really no real good way to do them. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, they tried to spin it with this, you know, everybody ever two minutes or whatever. And it, I mean, it's better, I guess, in that regard. But and having watched their more recent Royal Rumble, nobody cares who's in the ring. You only care about who's coming next. They could give two mm-hmm. shits about who's in the ring. And, you know, it's just waiting for the clock. I mean, you know, I mean, even before the clock starts counting, everybody's looking to the back. And so, you know, at that point, what happens and you might as well just put them all in there at once but i guess it's just the anticipation so anyway y'all the wikipedia facts let's get into it it's jingoism to start before we get to that um this is right before the start of the gulf war so i guess we're in desert shield (laughs) if wikipedia tells us correctly desert storm is going to start two days after this um 1991 to 1992 yeah civil war uh if you hello kids if you nerd (laughs) around for this um let's just say um the iraqis uh was us playing against Shaq um (laughs) because um they had nothing uh we thought they had something but they really didn't have that and it was uh, uh just an absolute i mean if you went to bed one night, like, damn, we in war. You woke up the next morning. I was like, that, the war over? <laughs> damn. I was Shocking just eight hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just bad. An absolute display of American imperialism. 
But anyway, different podcast. So January 19th, nineteen. That was like Hulk Hogan showing up at the Bash at the Beach in 1995. <laughs> submitting the entire World Championship Wrestling or whenever the fuck he gets there. Jeez, yeah. Uh, January 19th, 1991, Miami Arena in Miami, Florida. By the way, actually, this is the last time we were in Baltimore. Yeah, Miami Arena, no longer there. Uh, that's where the Heat used to play before they made the AAA, which is now named after some freaking defunct crypto situation <laughs> and, like many other arenas and um uh i'd been to the my arena before not for wrestling but i'd been there to go watch the heat in the earlier in the mid 90s uh not in a great neighborhood um i think we have the royal farms arena which is named after a gas station that sells chicken yeah <laughs> oh so, yeah it was not great yeah it was i think it was ftx last time I was oh there. no it's the cfg bank arena is now mm. what it is yeah, Miami Arena, no longer there. Uh, our attendance is 16,000 people. Uh, sorry, it was the fourth annual Royal Rumble. And our commentators. Who are our three winners then? John Studd, did he won the first one? Uh, is that right? That was, I think, did we watch the first one? It must be. No, oh, maybe been, we watched the second one. I think we started in 89. So the number. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I there was Hogan's one. In... won at least two of these now after there was one that. in 88 that was won by jim duggan oh, we definitely didn't watch that yeah we definitely did not watch that he we won the hyped. first royal rumble that's crazy that was like that was pre him and the sheik yes. apparently then yeah. the next one was big john stud that's the one we watched 89 oh uh-huh. and then was it hogan in 90 yeah hogan yeah Oh yeah, yeah, Hogan nice. So Big jo- Duggan, Big John Stud, and Hogan nice. All Hogan. baby faces. Well, yeah. well, Big John Stud was a a, a a pseudo baby face at that time. He had come yeah. back as a someone to wrestle evil Andre. Yeah, he's coming back to back Hogan here with these wins. Spoiler alert. Um, commentators Gorilla Monsoon and a Roddy Piper that is sponsored by cocaine. Because he is way over the top. His jingoism is way over the top. Like, I mean, he's got his yellow support desert shield thing on and he goes on their opening monologue. He just goes off. It's, it's almost uncomfortable. It's unbearable. He's unbearable in this. And like Gorilla was only good with Jesse Ventura Mm -hmm. and he was, and he was great with Jesse Ventura because. Like he wouldn't just roll over like Shivani did. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> but, but the two, like the two babyface commentators Mm-mm. and particularly with Piper, it, this, this is unbearable. Yeah. He's, Horrible. he's terrible. And again, we're going to get to this as we start to go through some of these in other years too. What is up with Vince making? Cause Piper could still wrestle. I know he wasn't wrestling as much because he was trying to be a movie star, but that really wasn't macho. It's like, why are you putting like people that are still active wrestlers and forcing yeah. them to be commentators? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, put, I, maybe it was because whenever like these mid-sized guys would get over and would make sense for them to be at the yeah. top of the card, there wasn't room because mm-hmm. it was all bodybuilders at the top of the card. Right. So that could have been it. Like, uh, you're over. But I don't. I can't put you over in the ring. So get yourself over on the mic. All right. Or they were like, I don't care. The paycheck is the same. I yeah. will sit here with a microphone. Exactly. 
Uh, they do after the opening intro. They do a who's who title card of who's in the Royal Rumble, and that is the most R.I.P. of shit ever. Mm. It's like, ooh, I'm watching. Oh, dead, dead. Yep, dead. One, dead. Two, <laughs> dead. It's really, really bad One, that there's two. so many of them that are gone here. Uh, like I said, Operation Desert Shield starts two days after this particular pay per view. And, you know, those are our rest, uh, Wikipedia facts. All right. So where are you? January 19th, 1991. Uh, January 1991. I think I might have been on co-op. Uh, that would have been, yeah, that would have been winter. Before. I might have been back in, back in the motherland on uh-huh. co-op. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm back in undergrad and, um, I mean, it's January over there. There's nothing to do. It's freaking snow up to the roof. So class, go home, play. I mean, video and, and this is around the time. This is a. This is around the time, like where I was. If I would be back in Dayton without a full cadre of people that I knew and mm. starting to develop some income, this is when I started getting comic books again. Ooh, so yeah, like yeah. right around there. Yeah, no, I'm still hiding my my nerds. See, knows. I was white, so I could go to the bookie parlor. <laughs> it would have still been open at that point, correct? Yeah, it was it in. Was a, it was the one. It's over by. It was off Wilmington. They have. Exactly, they already the moved one, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I did go in there. It's a kid that worked in there that we we knew that then died or yeah, something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He had some 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 form of cancer. Yeah. But right. shout out Mavericks was always better. Than yeah, that's it. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think that right. team is. Yeah. Yeah, that's they so. did. All right. Match number one, y'all. As we get into these matches, I think there's four actual matches before you get to the Royal Rumble. Lots of backstage bits, lots of uh in front of the audience things as well to kind of stretch this pay-per-view out. And that was going to be my first note here with this first match. The pay-per-view's way too long. They were like, well, shit, we paid for three hours. Y'all, we getting our three hours in. I mean, that's like, you know, the parking meter. I'm like, fuck, I paid all this money to park here. I'm just, if I, even if I sit in the car until the meter goes off, I'm doing it. And this is what that pay-per-view is. It just goes way too long. So match number one, the Rockers versus the Orient Express, which is Kato and Tanaka uh, with Mr. Fuji RIP. My first note says match is super long and very weird to start. And we are also not only hating on Middle Eastern people at this point. Worth pointing out that this is a new version of the Orient Express with uh, the mask Kato instead of Mr. Sato, I believe, not Mr. Saito. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was Sato. It was Sato and Tanaka, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Mr. Saito, who was in the other Jingo uh, yeah. tag team title tournament. Yeah. Uh, um, so this is Paul Diamond in a mask. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Some, a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. Okay, have, so- have the did have the we've we've had to sit through a lot of Orient Express matches. This is have the won, second one. This really is, no, they won the one against the Rockers that we sat through before. We, Remember they threw the the same because Shawn the Michaels salt, was hurt. The ceremonial yeah. salt. Yeah, Shawn Michaels was hurt and he couldn't do anything. And we've so only seen them the, twice. Are you serious? We're only seeing them versus the Rockers twice. I'm oh. pretty sure we've seen them in other uh, things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say because if we've only seen them twice, then. Their match length must be infinity because yeah. I feel like I've been watching them more than anybody else since the, we started this series. Yeah, they've won one match that we have known of because yeah. of that Shawn Michaels couldn't, and then they won it by count out. Shawn Michaels was hurt. Hurt, yeah, he lost his smile again. Um, 
Let's see. Okay, so I have to say this, and I'll get to that thing that I was alluding to before. One, rockers are better than I remember, yeah. like for sure. Like I definitely did not remember them being as good. I just you know always looked at them as a, a rock, uh, rock and roll uh, knockoff. So here's the question, and again, I, my brother's not here, so he wouldn't believe I'm going to ask this question. Dare I say that the Rockers are better than the Rock and Roll Express as a well, def- wrestling tag team? Define better. I got you. And math. Okay. Oh, so, shit. A oh, graph? Yeah, Is there go. a graph coming? There's no graph. There's no graph. Okay. Hold on. Eh, 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 eh. All right. Ricky and Sean, uh, Ricky Morton is equal to, as a tag team, not singles, Ricky Morton is equal to Shawn Michaels as a tag team wrestler. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Okay. You're saying uh, you, Ricky uh, greater you, than? No, are you, I mean, you might be able to say they're congruent, uh, but they're not equal. They're different. Like, the strength of Ricky Morton is he, he can sell for 45 minutes. Okay. Not, not like do moves for 45 minutes. Okay, but Shawn Michaels, even though he does it on purpose, he oversells, but it doesn't true. it doesn't feel out of congruence most of the time. It just feels it kind of feels natural when he's a tag team wrestler. As a single, he's even more over the top. So, so my- I would say so I would say that Ricky so let's maybe this is offsetting. So I would say that Ricky uh, Shawn Michaels overselling is not equal to Ricky's selling because Ricky is like people literally want to kill Ricky Morton's opponent during okay. the match. Whereas with Shawn Michaels is like, Oh, you're very clearly trying to outshine your partner. So you can yeah. become a singles and get a push and have a long <laughs> round. That's very clearly happening. Right. But in terms of like athleticism and actual in-ring performance, mm. I would say Shawn Michaels is by far better than Ricky Morton. Okay. I mean, so from that perspective, if you were going to offset those two aspects of them, they're but, approximately equal. But that's what I'm saying. But as tag, as tags, not as like we know, Shawn Michaels later on becomes like this great singles wrestler. Ricky never right. does. But as tag team, right, right, no, rep yeah. partners, I but, think they are close. No, but me. even in even in the ring, like like come on, like Shawn Michaels elbow, like Shawn Michaels. Moves are better than Ricky Morton's. Okay. Ricky Morton uh, has okay. a great drop kick and mm-hmm. a couple his punch, other. His, his punches are yeah. great. Ricky Morton has great uh, working punch. All right. <clears throat> Marty Jannetty is greater than Robert Gibson. Yes. As a tag team wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if R is equal to S and J is greater than R. I'm saying that the Rockers are the better tag team. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about draws. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just saying as a team, because when I look at the Rockers now, I'm like, man, these dudes are pretty good. We haven't really seen them wrestle anybody that's as good as them, even though we've seen them lose, you know, like they've been infused with like the, the fake road warriors and then the Orient express or anything like that. They never really had like a tag team. Like I haven't like if they were at face, like the heart foundation or something, but they wouldn't have because they were both been baby faces. You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. I think I, 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 I mean, again, not counting money draws and all of that. I just, as a tag team, I think they might be better than the rock and roll express. Hindsight, I, I would say, I would say the other advantage they have is is 
Marty and Sean are a little more interchangeable. Like mm. you could work a match where either one of them was in jeopardy and yeah. either one of them was coming back. Right. But with the, with the rock, rock and roll express, it really only worked one way. Right. It was Ricky's going to work most of the match, get his ass kicked. Robert would come in fist and fire and then pretty much go to the finish. Right. But and that was about, the formula. And to think about what we know now, because we didn't know it at the time, like Robert's uh, fired up comeback. It kind of sucked. His drop kicks suck. His punches suck. Like it was nothing about mm-hmm. his offense coming in that would make him better. When I see Marty Janetti come in like on the hot tag here, I mean, dude, yeah. is, they're, yeah. oh, they're better built. I, they're better athletes. <laughs> like there's nothing that you other than, I mean, uh, you know, look. So let me, let me put it this, let me throw this then Mm. because they are a little more equal. Compare the Fantastics to the Rockers because now you have, now you have the same sort of thing where you can go either way Mm -hmm. and they both, like, they both look like professional wrestlers. Um, you know, because the knock on the Fantastics was just that they always came into markets that, or came into territories that the Rock and Roll Express had already been through. Right. So they they were just like they were always derivative of the Rock and Roll Express just because they always came into the territory after they'd been they yeah. out. I mean that happened WCW, Mid South everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um so but I think the I think the Fantastics are potentially better than the Rockers. Rockers. Okay. Yeah. And I, I have to go back and watch fantastic matches, which is going to come up here soon, y'all. Um, mm. because they're going to be a pop up in WCW. But I, yeah, I just, I'm just looking at this like over the last time watching this and I'm like, man, because yeah. we've seen, now we're seeing like kind of late run Rock and Roll Express in WCW. Uh, Robert was hurt and they're about to be done anyway. But it's just like, man, at this time, you know, maybe they had them at the beginning, the Rock and Roll Express did, until they got, like, experienced, the Rockers. Mm. But, like, right now, I mean, they're such a solid tag team. I mean, the huge difference would be, and again, this goes back to our Marvel series, right? Like, the villains make the, the yeah. movie. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Express had the Midnight Express. Who did the Rockers have? Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Yeah, Rock and so, Roll had the Horsemen. Yeah. Yeah, from that perspective... Like to be the foils of the villains and for their, for their victories to mean what they did. Like if you're going to, if, if you're just, you know, if you're just going to like without any context, turn on a particular match, mm. um, and you watch the rockers match in a rock and roll express, I, I could see how you would reach that conclusion. Yeah. But to, to watch the rock and roll express beat the, come in and beat the Russians. And get the titles and then chase forever and finally beat the Rock and Roll Express and get beat down by the horsemen to the point where you credibly believe Ricky Morton could beat by God, Ric Flair. The rockers have nothing in that. Right. Yeah. They they have no, no signature enemies, no signature matches. Right. They were, they were a piece that they were. The action, the action figures are the piece that Vince wanted because other people had them and they look a lot better than, you know, the yeah. alternatives. Those two that's, Southern that's wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, in, with, with no context and in isolation, I would, I would take your equation that yes, the rockers are better, but in any other, like once you start to really work through it. Yeah. No, they had nowhere near what the rock and roll expressed it. 
And I'm sure if you looked at any any draw, any any sort of oh yeah, no, that's not even, money. Yeah, it's no, no, out no. of the question. Yeah, no, that's not even a part of it. All right. So, I, and and again, if it feels like we're not talking about this pay per view, there's a reason. So I guess we got to well, talk. And about I would say since you since you exposed yourself and made yourself vulnerable and admitted mm-hmm. that your love of the Rock and Roll Express is, mm-hmm. you know, I'd go far to say I think the Steiners are a lot better than the Road Warriors. And Ooh, yeah, I, I agree. No, I agree. Like if you put it together, taking you have to take out the draws and the money parts because I mean, which means something. Don't get me wrong. Like I understand that, but if you're talking about being able to wrestle, hold a match, and go through it, as we've seen in this series, when the when we've seen the road warriors have to wrestle matches, horrible, horrible. It just doesn't. It, it like then it's not that they're bad of it. It just doesn't look right. It's just like yeah. It, what like, made them special it, disappears completely. Right. This can't be happening. Like yeah. everything I liked about them, because I only ever got to see them fight jobbers, is nothing that's <laughs> ever been in any of these. Whereas the Steiners can they can they Go can fight anybody. from underneath and yeah. and and they're way more athletic and just as powerful. Yep. Like Rick Steiner's clothesline is every bit of animals' clothesline. I, and then some. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. Too many revelations. It's hurting my brain. We've un- we've undone our childhood. On this. Exactly. It's like uh, this is therapy. Yes, it is. <laughs> Pay the secretary on your way we out. We should uh, like do this on a on a couch. We should yeah. recline on the couch. <laughs> Tell me about your road. <laughs> Tell me where the road warrior touched you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Marty Jannetty's dark side is probably a decent transition here. <laughs> I haven't even watched that. Like, I oh, can't, okay, so like, then I, we can skip it then. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, I mean, we nuts. I know a little bit about it, but like, yeah. I never watched the um the only other one I've never watched. I think is the um the fabulous Malou one because okay. I'm like I just don't don't care I don't care enough. I don't care enough about Marty Jannetty. Okay, well, so. I I think it would mostly be Somos plus CTE. And painkillers. That's pretty much the the thing. And you know, once he's dead, they'll find that his brain is probably mush mush. And well, they also that'll be it. I also saw something where he came out and was like, "Oh, the lady. I guess there was some lady, his girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she. Oh, bitch. Yeah, I don't yes, know what she was. <laughs> um, that he was like, oh yeah, she's like psychotic. Like she will say anything. She's a pathological liar. Which He's also a pathological liar, so right. I don't know who yeah. to believe. That every like, I can see how them latching on to somebody who's just willing to tell wild Marty Jannetty stories and be like, oh, we can turn this into an episode. We're getting light anyway. So uh, Every accusation is a confession. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll skip over that. Okay, so also in my reading for this match, Dave Meltzer uh, said that this match, the Rockers versus the Orient Express, was the best wrestling match since... Uh, Savage and Steamboat at WrestleMania. So there's a question here. What is it with Meltzer and these knockoff tag teams? <laughs> oh, because no matter what you think of uh Nick and Matt Jackson, they are a knockoff of the Hardy Boys. Well, yeah. Period. Where is he? Where's Meltzer from? California. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I just think he's not a fan of the Southern wrestling. Exactly. Like, even is? like, I think he, and why does he hate Kurt Angle? What? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just I weird. Just, yeah, I, it, I mean, like, because his, like, 
he'll acknowledge it, but it's not like he puts over Flair, Steamboat. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it's bad, though, but, like, it's bad. Like, again, we watched this match. This was not a five-star classic. No. Nobody would have been chanting, uh, you know, this is awesome or any of that. It's a regular-ass tag match. It's, it's long as minutes. fuck. Yeah. yeah, it's long <laughs> as fuck and boring. And you who do you know? I have no I had no doubt who was going to win this. Yeah, and then yeah, and there's nothing that stood out in that match. There's not like a spot or anything. It's just a fucking tag match. And I if I can't remember the finish, but I just remember it being over. I got like, it. Uh, Janetti got the hot tag. Um, my note says Michael's dead on the apron. It's a double sunset flip, double pinfall at nineteen nineteen. That's which is illegal, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, we we spent more time on this match as much as we've talked about it already than we should. But I'm just saying it, it, there was nothing special about it. I don't know what Meltzer was talking about and whatever. Yeah, he loves knockoff tag teams. That's basically what it is. Uh, yeah. Because can we get the one other side top before we get the match too? Um, the Young Bucks suck. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get it at all. Let's just do it like that. I don't get it. Like, I understand the things that they do, but at their, they're smaller than Ricky and Robert. If you, if you took out six kickouts a match, (laughs) could you tolerate them? Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit better. Uh, but most of their shit looks like shit. You know, like their super kicks are bad, which is one of their favorite things. The flipping stuff doesn't bother me all that. I mean, we used to watch Lucia. Before we knew it was Lucha Libre on Nitro all the time, we didn't hate it then. So people, no, it was great when yeah, they were young different. guys. They were smaller guys who yeah. were really athletic and did cool moves. And then they would get they would get hit by something heavy and get pinned. Yeah, they Not wouldn't kick out, kick out at two point nine nine times in a <laughs> row from three consecutive pile drivers. Yeah, but, it's bad. Yeah, okay. Anyway, all right, y'all. So there's a backstage uh, foreshadowing uh, as the Macho Man is uh, talking about the Ultimate Warrior, and we'll talk back to, come back to that in a little bit. There's about to be an one of the most awkward bits I've ever <laughs> seen on wrestling coming up, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, so, so Actually, oh, no, there, it is before match, too. So, yeah, so Savage goes out, and he's in the back, and he's talking, and then they kick the Sherry in front of the live crowd. With, it was just with me and Gene, RIP sex, uh, section here. Um, and so they bring out the warrior. He's in his red and white, blue face paint and panties. And Sherry... <laughs> All but jerks him off in yes. front of the camera. All but. All but. She she rubs his chest. He's playing his horny face, which is pretty fucking hilarious too. Uh, she winds up dropping to her knees. I'm like, what is this? This is 1991. I know it's on a pay per view, and you know she's I, and I think she kisses him as well at some point. I think she, yeah, I think she does, and that's what sets him off, or she tries yes. to, or whatever. Well, and it, it, she was basically trying to convince him to have a match with Savage after he beats uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Oops! And um, he his response to this is just a big long no, and that's what sets it all off. And then that's that. Yo, it is, it is one of the most uncomfortable things I've and. It wasn't so uncomfortable because it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. But that shit lasted forever. Yeah. Like, that was like a 10-minute bit. 
And I'm like, man, this is yeah. awkward. And the crowd was, you could feel too. It was like, oh. That was definitely some workplace sexual harassment. <laughs> mixed in with some sexual assault. It was not. It was awkward. Yeah, not so good. not so I do want to say this, and not for this segment, but uh, you know, we've we have we have both uh seen people that we've uh used to like and have less regard for after watching this. Yeah. And the reverse is true. Yeah. And she's Sherry Martell. Oh, superstar. Superstar. Absolutely. Had it all. Uh, I I, I tweeted as I was watching this match, I tweeted something to the effect of, uh, what did I say? Uh, 1991 me didn't appreciate Sherry. 2023 me? Yeah. I get it. Like, I get all of that. And she's great. Have in every way, shape, or form, and so yeah, yeah. Uh, big, big fan, absolute superstar, yes. so good. And I mean, I you can't say I'm underappreciated by us. I think I don't think yeah. underappreciated by the industry or anything. Yeah, for sure. Wow, and and I'll just point back to like that the match with Sapphire mm-hmm. and uh, the mixed tag, like yeah. the work that she does in that. Yeah, like, only she could have done it. Yeah. I agree. And, it, and it it just kind of really pisses me off, like the way she had to like bump in all the Hogan stuff. That yeah. that was all bullshit, but yeah, amazing. She's yeah. phenomenal. She is truly sensational. I agree. Unfortunately, yeah. no longer with us. Yeah, 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 damn. Speaking of no longer with us, match number two, y'all. The big boss man, uh, R.I.P. Uh, versus the Barbarian with Bobby Heenan again. Way too long. A big man match at fourteen minutes long. Uh, there's a lot of stalling because I'm sure they were tired as hell. And I'm like, why is this match? It should be like half that time, especially if you're just going to put Bubba over. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, what was, I mean, Barbarian looks great. Like, I mean, good grief. And again, I can't believe he didn't get a run at Hogan as one of the monsters because I th- I'm pretty sure he does when he, when Hogan winds up in WCW, but like, man, like, Barbarian looks great. Like, I get it. But, like, why is he in a feud with the big boss man? Just because? Like, you know. Well, so I think they're, it's weird because they're, they're wrestling as singles, but I think they've put several coats of paint on the Barbarian and the Warlord, mm-hmm. the Powers of Pain, mm-hmm. up to this point. But I think we're about to start to get the Barbarian and Meng that would become the Faces of Fear in WCW. Okay. So, like, they're... And I'm, I feel certain like he's wrestled Hogan in, in a gang of uh, house show matches, but I'm probably sure. never had like a, a pay-per-view or, or TV program with him. And the boss man is kind of stuck now because like he had his Hogan run, but he's a baby face now. Yeah. And he's just like, he's in that like Duggan slot now. He's like in that you're never going to have a title. People like you yeah. probably going to, you're, you know, you're the, the guy who beats the jobbers to the stars and things. It just, He's just yeah. in this sort of gray area yeah, where you're not you in gimmick. you're not in title contention, but you're usually going over and the people like you. Yeah, we like your gimmick and the people like your gimmick, so we're just gonna keep running you out there because of this gimmick. Uh my note says uh the crowd was completely dead. Yeah. Uh so many rest holds, uh, you know, chin locks and bear hugs and all of that. And uh it's the botch cross body flip over rollover thing for the finish. Uh, you know, and they botched it too. Like they really had to get some extra help over there for the boss man to win at fourteen fifteen. Yeah, not good. Like, just not good at all. 
Uh, let's see. We go back. Uh, cash that check, Bubba. Yeah, cash money. that check. Uh, General Adnan, RIP. He just died like last week. Uh, and really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He just died. Um, and now we have the Sergeant Slaughter, real American hero, G.I. Joe, has become an Iraqi sympathizer. This is the gimmick that he has been running with. And he was running with this, I think, even in the last pay-per-view. So this is kind of long-term booking. And okay, you know, and they're just, you know, they have the Iraqi flag out there, Sergeant Slaughter mugging for the cameras. And I would call it lightweight racist ways uh, <laughs> to try to look like. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to look like, but it's not good. Not a good look. Um, yeah, just, uh, and then the kick to the warrior, he has a promo that makes absolutely no sense. On yeah. brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Completely on brand. So that leads into match number three, y'all. It's for the U- uh, World Heavyweight Championship. The third match on the card. I think that was should have told. If we, knowing what we know now, would have been like, damn, the championship match is third? Mm, that's probably a, a sign. Uh, it's the Ultimate Warrior versus the champ versus Sergeant Slaughter. Um, he comes in the ring and he gets an Iraqi flag. He tears it up. That's not great either. Uh, it's not a good look. Uh, a cheating ass babyface is my other note because he does everything. He beats him with the freaking stick of the flag. I mean, like he chokes him with the um, remnants of the flag. Like. Is the match started? Like, what's no. happening yeah. here? Like, is this okay? Um, and then that's it. And match, uh, starts, uh, he beats the hell out of him for a while. And then, you know, Savage comes down to the ring there and creates a distraction, which allows Sergeant Star to get heat. And if you like bear hugs, <laughs> this is the match for you because Sarge. Uh, you can look it up on Google. I'm going to shoot a guess that Sergeant Slaughter in this spot is 50. Conservatively, he's probably fifty because he's still with us. And that would, if he was, he was 50 born in forty-eight. No, you're way off. He's born oh. in forty-eight. And this was okay. ninety-one. Well, not way off. So that's what forty-three. Forty-three. Oh, so, God, then he's just out of shape. I'm terrible at forty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was eating too many GI well, Joe cereals. He looks man. exactly like he did. Like, I'm looking at a picture of him from 2022. He looks yeah. exactly like he does. Okay. This. So he didn't age. That's good. So he might just want to do to look old forever. That's fine. He's not a good wrestler at this point. He's out of shape. His gut's well, like sticking the, out. You say that, but like his selling and the bumps mm-hmm. he takes in the first part of this match are crazy. Yeah. And then... It's then, his offense. Yeah, his offense is just yeah. so <laughs> methodical. It's methodical. Yes. Yes. The elbows definitely to the methodical. Back. Yeah, yep. the elbows to the back. And he usually does like five in a row. Yeah. It's like, how does he fall in slow motion? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, gravity doesn't affect this man in the same way it does everybody else. Uh, yeah. yeah, methodical to say the least. Uh, several rest holes, including the bear hugs. And then, you know, the Warriors getting his Hulk up, you know, and then we get a second run in this time by Sherry. And then, you know, as she's dealing with Sherry, uh, Savage comes in with the second run in himself, hits him with the scepter, knocks him out. <laughs> uh, and, uh, by the way, the violence against women again with Sherry. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, we could deal without that. Um, gets him hits with the scepter, one, two, three, and my note says this when i tell you that no one believed this shit was going to happen 
I believe it. That crowd. Remember when freaking you seen that meme or the dude when Ultimate War or the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania? And that black <laughs> dude's just like, what? The-? <laughs> that was 16,000 people. There ain't not one person thought that that shit was going to happen because they were stunned yeah. in the silence. Like, what? I, you would almost say this was the Miami screw job because he, I mean, even the way that Gorilla and Piper sold it, I don't think they believed it either. So we get yeah. into this thing, like, Warrior's a pain in the ass. Everybody knows it. He's a terrible champion. His wrestling skills suck. His promos suck. He just, excuse me, looks good in the suit. And then they figured out they had to get that freaking belt off of him so they could get it on the Hogan. Yeah. And so, and then doing the, these shows and the research or whatever, like Ultimate Warrior is a one time world champion. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The way he's talked about and referred to, you would have swore he had several runs and his but, run here lasted just over a year. But to be fair, I mean, we have like the things that we were sure we watched for nine to 10 years at least <laughs> were like 18 months. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's there true. is there is like comics and wrestling have that same time dilation where Peter Parker's been 18 since 1963. <laughs> uh, the Road Warrior or the Ultimate Warrior must have been the champion for long. No, oh, no, a year. Yeah, so, a year. To be fair, yeah. They, but, somehow they t- they twist time on us. But that's it for him. Like, I mean, I know he's going to yeah. go into this feud or whatever, but he's never going to even sniff the world title again yeah. before well, he's gone. Well, wasn't this like this was the he was starting to be an issue and like Hogan and Savage weren't or Hogan and Slaughter thought they might have to like, you know, like they might have to legitimately Montreal screw job him. Yeah. So, well, when he does lose when they announce it, then he just runs off like a little kid to the back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just pops up and and starts running off. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. Run, warrior, run. Oh, my God. Real tears. So, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter is your new WWF champion, uh, the Iraqi sympathizer. Again, spoiler alert, that bell's coming off quick, folks. It's coming off quick to the winner of the uh, Royal Rumble. Who mm, I wonder who that could be. This is a terrible match, though. This is a terrible match. He's a terrible wrestler. They did whatever they could with him to getting to that point, but he didn't improve in that year. I don't think he had any intentions on wanting to improve. It is what it is. Um, yeah, Warrior sucks. That's ba- I mean, you had to be ten to like that shit or less. It's just terrible wrestler turned out to be a terrible person too. So yeah, whatever. All right. <clears throat> Match number four, y'all, as we affectionately would call the Black Beatdown. Mm. It's uh, Jacques Rougeau uh, as the Mountie now, uh, coming out of he was in the Rougeau Brothers as the tag team when we first started watching this. Now he's a singles wrestler looking like Dudley fucking Do-Right. Look it up. Google it if you're old, young versus Coco Beware, the Birdman. I mean, I mean when we did the preview show. You run down the matches that are on the pay-per-view, and you're like, oh, uh, the Mountie versus Coco Beware. I'm like, well, I know who lost that one. Yeah. I mean, the only difference is, like, normally he gets washed in two minutes. Yeah. We actually got a nine-minute Coco Beware match, so. Uh, Coco, my note on here says I'm not going to review this. Like, okay, so I watched a lot of Mid-South wrestling and whatever when I was a kid. He was like the black baby face there in Memphis for a while, too. He was a villain for a bit and he feuded against Lawler, but he was mostly a baby face. Dude has an incredible drop kick. 
Like he could mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Like he could talk. You know, he could do regular talk, but he could do jive talk for the Southern folks too. Like he knew how to do everything. And then he gets there and then they just give him the bird and then he gets fat. And that's <laughs> it. He becomes like the black sort of job dude. And like, man, this is not good, man. Like, I don't like that at all. And yeah. To Jacques Rougeau, who the because f- Jacques Rougeau to be getting he's the Mountie. Ah, fuck me. Like, to getting the fourth match on a pay per view. To I, no. Yeah. No, I can't. So yeah, it, I, yeah. Again, he's black. Is in the nineties. They weren't putting any black dudes over at this point in time. By the way, it's going to come up in the Royal Rumble as well here soon. Ah. If you like yeah. feet. All right. Anyway, um, nine minutes and 12 seconds, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, he gets, uh, it was a sort of choke slam. Like he came off the rope, but it, it was kind of botchy too. Like he didn't catch him with the choke slam. He just kind of like, Oh yeah, by the way, jump up down and that's it. Nine, 12, whatever. All right. Match number five, y'all. This is our watch along here. Uh, so if you're going through this, uh, um, you know, fire up your peacock here as I go through the pre-match stuff. Um, it's Ted DiBiase and Virgil versus Dusty Rhodes and, um, God, I almost called him Cody and Dustin Rhodes. I almost called him Cody. Um, and, uh, RIP Dusty Rhodes. Um, RIP to dignity and uh, responsibility <laughs> to Ted DiBiase because he should be under a jail for stealing money from people. But anyway, but, um, so yeah, uh, Dusty's been feuding with DiBiase for a while now, you know, after really the Sapphire thing. And it's really been going on for like a year, you mm-hmm. know, kind of off and on. Um, Dustin and Dusty, this is their last match in the WWF. As uh, soon as this is over, they are back to WCW. Dusty and, become the booker. And Dustin and, was only there like he was he can't have had like half a dozen matches. Yeah. Yeah. And he's dawned to becoming with the natural Dustin yeah. Rose uh down there whatever they have the matching chunks trunks and shoes or whatever yeah boots yeah i mean all right like i could tell even back then i was like oh dustin he's a really good wrestler but i just didn't care it's probably because dusty was still there like i just didn't get it but i was a big fan of gold dust which is weird because it might have been marlena i think so Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there was two things I liked about Dustin Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> or Gold Dust. Um, yeah. No, I, I hear you. He's he's so, so obviously talented, but yeah. it's just never really appealing as yeah. Dustin Rhodes yeah, in this, just, at least in this presentation. Yeah, it just didn't work. Like I, my note on here is that he's, he's so good. It feels like Barry, like Wyndham. It's just so mm-hmm. natural. Like everything just works. Like you can just tell, like he's just so good at it. But like I didn't care. Like it just didn't any like do anything right. for me. Like right. he wasn't. He's not obviously not as big as his dad. But he doesn't have like an appreciable physique. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have really a distinctive look other than he looks like his dad. Yeah. So he always felt like a knockoff. And you know, and and I think that's part of why he spent a lot of those early part of the career trying to distance himself. And yeah, then, I mean, he went the entire different way, and you know, God yeah. bless him. He should have made a shit ton of money or whatever. He got a wife out of it. And I, I know they view her as the villain now, but you know, like was the heel in that <laughs> show. Did you you watch the WWE? I did. Yeah. Like, that was God. that was really good. But they yeah. they they made it clear who the villain was in that yes. show. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and it oh. you know, and they they put it all together. So good on them. Yeah, this match is primarily to uh one get the runnels out and two 
set up the dissension between uh, Ted DiBiase and Virgil, which had been building for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if I should save this for the end. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I don't know if like they if they were on the way out at this point, if like it was known or that was going to develop after this. Like, I don't have any idea. I think like, I mean, again, Wikipedia, I, it this is their last match for sure. But I don't know if, sure, yeah. you know, if it was preordained because they gave him a pretty good spot at the end and they could have yeah. put him in the powder and they didn't. So maybe it was just, you know, something else, but. So I'm going to wait till the end to say some of the things I have to say about this. I mean, you probably know where I'm going to say, but I just, it's as a preview. Look, if you're going to break Virgil off from DiBiase and the way that you're going to do it, they needs to get his lick back. Mm. Can't like, Oh, having break up and do this, but then not put him over, which they didn't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't do that. Like you can't. And again, I don't Virgil as a wrestler, Virgil on the mic. <laughs> if, I, if I know anything, but I do know if you break the freaking heel second off from the main heel, that program usually ends with that baby face, newly baby mm-hmm. face getting over on the heel. Wardlow got happen. a big victory against MJF. Correct. Exactly. As a more recent phenomenon. But every single one of them, Kevin Nash beat Shawn Michaels for the title. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he finally broke off, you know, from being his, his valet or his bodyguard or whatever. Like his valet, you can say. He said, yeah. <laughs> right. He was. He was. Big sexy valet. Exactly. All right. So fire up your peacock and we're going to. Oh, man. I can't minimize and zoom here. Hold on. No, I got a share screen. Don't even try and share. Like, I think I can know, open a different one, though. Because you know. Take oh, my God. Me. I can't do this from here. Because I can't minimize. Ugh. I freaking hate Zoom, too. Let's see. Ugh. See, I'm sharing. That's not Don't good. do it. Don't do it. They're, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Hold on. Come on, Tony. I'm going to watch this on my phone. Hold on. Because that's, I forgot about Zoom's ridiculousness. Yeah. Every time, every time, man. Every freaking time. The, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. I haven't had a lot of luck with that recently either on my freaking cartoon thing, too. Everything's been taken down. So, well, you know, Willie and Chopper Bunch trying to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're still not a hundred percent sure who cared so much about Willie and the Chopper Bunch. Somebody's like, I'm getting that seven cent check, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're going to one hour, forty minutes, and fifty seconds. You know you're gonna have to watch like three commercials because No, I'm good. It's all fired up. It's ready. It's you all say ready. that. All I right. Do. I know. I'm okay. ready. I'm fired up. I'm watching on my phone. It's going to start with a scrum, y'all. Like, it's just a big schmoz at the beginning as everybody gets to attacking. All right. So, on the three, two, one count. Three, two, one, and go. All right. We're good. Yeah. Just a big old beat down. And Dude, again. has got Dusty in the corner. Mm. Virgil's got Dustin in the other corner. Yeah. It's the camera work shows us absolutely mm. nothing going on. Yeah. Oh, double elbows. Yeah. I mean, they let, I mean, again, if they, they knew they were leaving here, they let these dudes get a big shine. It, I mean, yeah. but I guess back in the day, people didn't know this. So 
you know, you know, you would, you have to make them at least assume, you know, that you, that they were going to do something and you didn't know they were leaving. I mean, we've watched plenty of matches that we didn't know people were going to leave at the time. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh shit, he got beat. Oh, well. So the the underlying thing of this is DiBiase berating Virgil continually during this match. Um, Yeah. They had the backstage earlier where he's like, Virgil will take any abuse that is heaped on him mm. from me that I tell him to. Yeah. So this is more like slave narrative. Yes, and it was, I mean, and, and I was waiting the entire time. I was like, we're going to get a boy in here soon, but they didn't. So I'll give them the, the bars, the floor, the level of credit there. And they were never going to put over any black wrestler at this time in the WWE. <laughs> it's just not what they were going to do. It's funny. We're, we're not too far from Ron Simmons winning the title. Mm. We still have yet to see a black person win at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, nah, uh, Junkyard Dog might have got a win. Uh, doubt it. Doubt it. And he's in WWE or WCW now himself. So not doing great over there either. Let me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is awkward. Yeah. Let me smack him in my he face. Slapped him. Yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I hey, I bought dinner. Is what he's mm. saying. Mm. I There's fed a- you. <laughs> Uh, at, least, there were... at least he didn't say what he bought him for dinner because mm. I think we know yes. what would have been yeah. on the menu. Uh, Lord. Yeah. I, you have to make David DiBiase. He had some sense to not do that. He worked in Mid-South. He worked in, yeah. like, you know, Louisiana. Like, he should probably know better to not do that. I mean, again, it's cheap heat, but, like, maybe in this large company here, somebody thought better of it. Thank goodness. But, again, this I... is also the same company that had, the freaking dudes in blackface. Uh, yeah. So yeah, years later. <laughs> so it's not like it was now. So you know, and Vince out there saying my nigga uh, with <laughs> a rag on. So yeah, that's the. End I remember Virgil being way worse than I than he actually is here. Oh, that like, guy's a wrestler. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I didn't watch this and come away thinking, wow. Virgil had no right to be in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, later, I think I would have developed that opinion. Yeah, because when he gets to WCW and, and his role there, he's a wrestler more so than he is the valet there. Yeah. You know, because DiBiase always joins the NWO, but then he never did anything because I don't think he right. could wrestle anymore. And then he really wasn't there that often to begin with. So and him- Virgil is, the irony is Virgil, so Virgil was the name to make fun of Dusty, who was yes. the booker at the time, who's mm-hmm. down there. So, yeah. I feel like irony. I could watch DiBiase and Dustin wrestle for a long time. Oh, yeah, time. that'd be a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, DiBiase, like we've seen since we started this too, just been literally carrying the heel division here. Yeah. Because he can wrestle with anybody and everybody. And yeah. did and made everybody still look good. Oh, that's a great coastline. Yeah. This is like the two poster people for like size without a body. Yeah. Dustin and Hotsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at those punches though yeah. from DBI. I mean I mean they look so real. That we're gonna get I think here shortly to the part that I think ruins this match. Mm. Backdrops. I, the the <laughs> knee the work the knee injury that they mm-hmm. had to work. Yeah. I, I oh. assume that was worked, but 
Maybe yeah. you did get her. I don't know. But that, to me, ruins this match. Yeah. The yeah, falling, it's... the falling punch is great. Oh Super yeah, good. I agree. It was, he has. There's not one move that DBS can't do. I'm sorry, he's just that good. No, not this. I love that spot. <laughs> Whenever I see it, his spelling is great. Exciting. Yep, but, uh, dude is amazing. I, God, if he had only gone to WCW after the UWF merger, uh, oh yeah, that would have been so great. Oh yeah. But I mean, God, they completely remade him. Like, yeah, he is. I mean, like the the biggest part of his career is a million dollar man. Oh, yeah, boy, here we go. Yeah, I think I said on the last pay per view, it was like awkward to see Dusty because he's so. I mean, he was always fat, but he's, he's much fatter he's, here. Yes, he's large. Yes, and, but but not in charge. No. And you know, like I, it's just uncomfortable to watch. It's like it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, here we go. Oh, sleeper. No, boy. That's the weaver lock to you, sir. Yeah. Oh, I was just about to say, you remember bringing that up when he was cheating (laughs) with Luger for the U.S. title? He put him (laughs) in it in the locker room and put him out. (laughs) That was great. Oh, see, look at that punch, man. Got kicked. Nice. There you go, Virgil. Crowd's more into this than it looks like, which makes me think that they might be pumping to some of the noise in here. Could be. They do love them some dusty, though. Yeah, they do. But people sitting on their hands. But also, as I learned last night, I went to a concert last night. Uh, see Nas and the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, so, uh, it's a different podcast, but I, uh, people that really love the Wu-Tang Clan is like people that really love the Beastie Boys. (laughs) And they look, the same in terms of color and uh on the floor it was pretty much all of that mm. like all of that I'm, and but i was in the rafters and that was all of my people so mm. yeah so maybe these people on the floor like hey eh, you know we're just here and we're here that much and this is all this noise is coming from up top well, oh that's yeah. that's the wwf right it, yeah. this is we're we're on the floor for the spectacle mm-hmm. we're not actually fans of this we yeah, just we're go. just here for, it's an event yeah right so yeah so here we are this is the dustin's now nurses the the the, the legitimately knee injury for mm-hmm. the rest of the match which to me is like me mm-hmm. i'd rather see him just have a match yeah virgil's not great he isn't he no he's not great but i i remember him being really truly awful and that's yeah. Not the case here. He can bump. Mm-hmm. He's so used to getting his ass kicked continually. Mm-mm. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, and again, you know, he's alive now and crazy apparently on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, you know, Dustin used to make AEW appearances and I guess he runs or partially runs with the nightmare factory nightmare or whatever their training facility or even if he does anymore since his brother went up i mean i, I think he seen... said he has said like i don't know when he said it but i think he said this is like his last year or whatever okay i mean he's still they could have done like a last ride angle with him if they really wanted to yeah 
Um, but, but I, I think he's been hurt a lot too. Like, I think he, he's good for a match every couple months. He's got to be our age. Probably. If not a little bit older. So, like, you know, I, I know I couldn't go 69. out and wrestle a match. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I know I couldn't go out and wrestle a match right now. Oh, yeah, Miss Spot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Dang it. Uh, Dang it. Oh, shit. He should have stopped, like, like apologizing and then gone. Just yeah. go hit Dustin. Yeah. My bad. This is not good. Mm. He bought you dinner. Mm. It's not your date. Yeah. What? This is this is bad. Yeah. No. This match ends oh. so quick and so qu- so quick and awkward. Oh, Stinger Splash. <laughs> if Stinger never left the ground. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. They didn't pull tight. Clean win. Dusty. Yeah. yeah, I feel certain that they knew Dusty was gone. Yeah. They're like, All we right, want so- you to put him out with a million dollar dream. He's like, uh, can I just roll him up? You yeah, know, exactly. and Dusty go way back. I'm not trying yeah. to... Yeah, like, like I'll million dollar dream Virgil. That's fine, mm. but I don't know if I want to do that to Dustin. Hey, okay. So, or since we're not watching this with everybody, I'm going to pause, stop here. Okay. Sure. So, at the end of this match, uh, Ted DiBiase proceeds to tell Virgil to come into the ring and put the belt on him and berate him. Again, minor credit for not calling him boy. Um, mm. and he, you know, uh, I mean, it, it was everything, but, you know, say, fetch my belt. He didn't say it there. I mean, again, like it, they, he could have coded languaged it and like it would have been worse, but it was like, go get it and put it on me, you know, and everybody's got a price and, you know, and all of these types of things. Remember your mother, you know, and all of this, but the Virgil's reaction doesn't, you know, like it was not, he hit like a trigger point or whatever. Like you talk about my mama, like that's going to get it. He just kind of takes it all. And then without ever saying anything back, you know, he fires up and hits him or whatever and then walks out. It, again, it's an angle that's been done a thousand times in wrestling. Like that's, that's not even the issue. Even the race part of it is not necessarily the issue. It's that as far as we know and understand, and I'm assuming we'll see version of this, maybe Virgil never gets to, to get back over on top of the heel. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think he ever wins the million dollar belt. No, it, it, I mean, from a non-racial version or whatever, it's like the, what was wrong with the NWO. Like they kicked everybody's ass and then they never let the baby faces get over. Mm-hmm. Well, then everybody's chumps at that point. Like eventually, the, you know, I know modern wrestling forgets this all the time. The good guys at one point need to win. They can get. Oh, fucked. Virgil did win the million dollar belt. He did? What? He did. At a pay-per-view? SummerSlam 91. We're going to see Oh, we're going to get there. And he beats him clean? Well, I apologize uh, for my rant. That yeah. I never watched it. I never watched enough WWE. So good. We get a chance to see that. I'm happy. So good for Virgil. He holds it for almost 45 days. And loses it back to DiBiase? Oh, no, 77 days. Oh, yeah. And loses yeah. it back to DiBiase? Yeah. As if it was a legitimate belt. Yeah. So we get to hear Virgil do promos. I wouldn't say that. But. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give him a manager. 
Ugh. Okay. Good. I'm happy for that. Then I, I'm. I'm sorry that I didn't go yeah, back. SummerSlam. Stand by for Virgil's triumph. Oh uh, yeah, that that's gonna be our watch along. Finally, a black person wins something. Else <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, so as we get ready for the uh the Royal Rumble, uh, there's just a bunch of people talking about what they're going to do in the Royal Rumble, essentially. Um, and oh, uh, I'm sorry, it's not it's not on pay per view. <laughs> no, wait, it's part the, of the Survivor Series showdown. Ah, uh, there you go. Series. You see. There's always a hook. All right. So, yeah, so it's just people talking about what they were going to do. Piper's going nuts about this and the little pre-version of this. And so we're going to get to the Royal Rumble. Remember, it's 30 participants, uh, two to start, and then somebody every two minutes. What we've done in the past is that we've talked about, like, who eliminates who and at what point. Because, again, to watch it would be interminable. <laughs> and we don't go there and then we'll talk about maybe certain spots or whatever certain people but to start we get Bret Hart versus Dino Bravo um and you know it's two wrestlers and then when it's only two people they just go out and have a whole freaking you know yeah. wrestling match you know like that's it and then number three is Greg Valentine who comes in after the first two minutes and then Greg Valentine's a baby face at this point which is weird yeah, yeah. I mean, he, this had, this would be the tail end of rhythm and blues. I don't know who he was even feuding no. with. Yeah, Dino know. Bravo apparently because he's yeah. the first elimination is Dino Bravo and he's eliminated by the hammer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then what you had talked about before we recorded, or maybe once we started, then there's a lot of people just pretending to get thrown out. Like there's the yeah. longest spot forever with Brett standing on the ropes with Brett or with. Uh, Greg Valentine trying to el- eliminate him where he's just laying there and if you like that you're going to get to see a lot of it fourth is our boy Paul Roma okay I got <laughs> a bit okay he's way better than I remember yeah. like he again he's the short king for sure but he's ripped to be all to be damn him being in a tag team with Hercules makes all the sense in the world even though neither yeah. one of them could talk and so they needed a mouthpiece but as a wrestler, his appearance yeah. and all of that, I mean, he would dominate AEW right now. He would. Yeah. He and, and yeah, cause he's like, he's primarily known as the worst horseman ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael is there. It, it was probably a mistake to put him in the horseman, but power and glory is great. Their finishers. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, they look great. Um, he would have been perfectly fine. He would have been just as good as any of the other, like, mid to upper carters in the wcw could have had a perfectly fine career but they sort of put him they put that label on him and uh, that was never a fit yeah he could have done the pillman role as a as a heel pillman role that would have worked and Mm. yeah just no not good so uh so yeah paul roma's coming in he's going to be eliminated third by jake the snake roberts uh who is still a baby face in here and who sucks completely uh, terrible still, baby face. Just terrible baby face. And I, I told you, I don't get it anymore. I mean, DDT is great. And all his promos are so good. But like, again, maybe it's because he's cutting baby face promos. But in 1991, Jake Roberts, terrible, which crazy enough, he's still going to get a couple of prime runs in both of these companies here mm. over the next like six years, you know, and, you know, people forget that he's the one that wind up getting Steve Austin of, of first over there when that Austin 316 mm. is about Jake Roberts. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, uh, number five, RIP, the Texas tornado, um, Carrie Von Eric to everybody else. Um, he's going to wind up getting eliminated seventh by the, uh, the undertaker 
who's going to come in here in a little bit. So Kerry Von Eric, again, I think I said this on the other podcast. He's really just the uh, ultimate warrior with a couple of more moves. Pretty much. I like a smoother ultimate warrior. Yep. Like, and then, who, then you, they don't let him can, talk. Like, understand what he's mm-hmm. saying, but like mm-hmm. his promos suck because he's very clearly just performing them. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 They're the same. I mean, they're the same dude. I mean, if right. you put the face paint on Carrie Von Eric, it'd right. be hard to tell them apart, to be fair. And I, I knew, of, I, I, cause, because World Class was on, like, I knew the Dingo Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what he was doing relative to Kerry Von Erich at the time in WCW, but you're right. They're very similar. Yeah. I mean, they look similar. They talk. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really, really wild. Uh, so that's fifth. He gets eliminated by the Warrior. Fifth. Number six. Fifth. Number six is the Iron Man himself, Rick Martel, yeah. who's in oh, this bitch man. for like 45 minutes. 5217. Like, oh, sorry. Sir. Thank you. Yeesh. I mean, Rick Martel is in there forever. Um, and he gets wind up eliminated by the British Bulldog later on, which I have something yeah. to say about too. But yeah, Rick yeah. Martin. So they they throw him like he's dangling for a long time, and he'll yeah. get on like, top of the, the double knockout, but roll back in under the ropes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh the, the he's Buddy Roberts in this. They season. really believed in Rick Martel to the point of we're never gonna put a belt on you. But he's right. always in a decent heel position. Yeah, I mean, and he got a good run here too. He's essentially been put over to some degree in everything we've seen because I mean, like he doesn't win obviously because you can't, mm. but he gets his fifty-two minutes here. Yeah, you know? I mean, that would be something to build upon or whatever. But he still has a terrible gimmick. He's the model yeah. with that in Acme size thing. Uh, that is some coyote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's that never gonna help. Uh, entering seventh. Okay. So I said, if you like feet, uh, Samba Simba, <laughs> uh, which is Tony Atlas to regular folks, uh, just an absolute awful racist African gimmick that they gave Tony Atlas. He's wrestling with no shoes on, which is generally not a good thing either. Um, and it's Tony Atlas. Look, black wrestler, WWF, nothing's good is going to come of that. But, and I know again, people make fun of you now because it's his, feet fetish or whatever but dude was a really good wrestler at the yeah. time he was huge he could kind of he cut a country country ass black promo or whatever but like him and butch reed like are like legitimate wrestlers that you could have done things with but they wind up here and just get you know i think we're a couple of weeks away from yeah. the, or the natural is that coming soon too pretty soon yeah like yeah. he would like he would be on like the wcw superstar show or whatever like and it would be like, why isn't like he's as like he's as big as Hogan kind of like yes. why does he not like why does he always lose? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we know now. Uh and, yeah. you know, and the second out of the ring. Yeah, Tony yeah, Tony the Feet Atlas is my When I wasn't big. paying attention when I watched this and I was like, Oh sh- did they put him out first? Those- <laughs> no, no, Dino Bravo <laughs> yeah. No, only okay, second. Okay. Yeah, okay, eliminated okay. by uh Rick Martel, of course, because he's in there. Number eight is uh what's this? Bill Who's Bushwhacker that? Butch Bushwhacker Butch sorry yeah uh eliminated by the Undertaker that's all it needs to be it's said he gets a little bit of run unlike his tag team partner later yeah gets comes in and gets out Jake Roberts uh eliminated by, uh, eventually by Rick Martel at number yeah. nine yeah we talked Jake, about it. so Jake comes in and gets the next elimination which is Paul Roma mm-hmm. 
So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Hercules Hernandez is in at 10th. Uh, he gets eliminated later on 18th by Brian Nobbs. And now if you re-Wikipedia that Sags had a dark match yeah, um, on the pay-per-view or whatever. So I'm not quite sure why they weren't together. Um, and then we just saw them in the WCW pay-per-view that was three months prior. So they were, you know, they were feuding with the Steiners there and then they're out. Now they're here as the nasty boys. I'm assuming this is where they hook up with Hogan and this long love affair. Uh, yeah. with the nasty boys like continues until but primarily with Brian Nobbs, not Jerry Sags, I think. Oh, but okay. yeah, um yeah, Hercules comes in for an extended run, but I think he spends ninety percent of that time like pulling on the top rope. <laughs> Number eleven, our boy Arriba Tito Santana. He gets eliminated by Earthquake. The tenth. Yeah, also another run, thirty minutes. Yeah. He gets thirty mm-hmm. minutes in the ring. I, look, man, we t- again. It was like a a bit now. We love Tito Santana. <laughs> we, I don't think we admit, we ever admitted to each other how much we all love exactly. Tito Santana. Uh, yeah. Again, again, as she, I said, you love like, Tito Santana. I love yeah. Tito Santana. Man, Speaking again, of people like, why doesn't he win more? God. Well, it's a similar situation. <laughs> same yeah. verse. Uh, same, same kind of first. affliction. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I can't like Tito. I mean, shoot, if black people ain't winning. Cheer for the Mexican dude, man, because uh, what's going on? And then it's the same thing. You just like, damn, man, he really has every single move. He could do everything. Why is he not winning? Oh, we know why. Anyway, which is again, it's so weird when you see WWF history. They made their bones on ethnic champions <laughs> and then they whitewashed that shit forever after that mm. they were like nah son we're good no more you coloreds all right <laughs> so uh, number 12 the undertaker comes in and he's fisting fire y'all this like, is weird because like they haven't like he's such a transformation from uh mean what mark. was he mark mean, mean mark, mark callus right yeah. mm-hmm. but they he's not a monster he's kind of a monster but not really a monster yeah so he gets a couple eliminations pretty quick but then kind of settles into hugging the top rope. Yeah. And his debut, remember, like he came in and was destroying folks. Mm. And everybody was like, what in the world? Who is this? It's crazy. But yeah, now it's a little bit more subdued. And then the supernatural stuff, I don't know when that comes in. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if we've ever had this conversation. The Undertaker, like that version, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like I never, like I understood the gimmick, but I didn't really like care enough about the gimmick to you know like i like paul bearer more like his weird yeah. promos oh, than i did the rest of, yeah exactly my undertaker so i love that <laughs> but i didn't get the undertaker part itself and then yeah. when i started watching wrestling again he was still that and he became the american badass and i was like i don't he like became, this he all. became the american Trump supporter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he kid kid, kid rock on a motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So yeah. So he gets three eliminations. I think as the note says. Number yeah, thirteen, still he, holding on. Go ahead. He eliminates Bret Hart, Bushwhacker, Butch, mm-hmm. and the Texas Tornado. Nice. Uh, coming in at thirteen, a true American murderer, Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> Talk about the mighty fallen man. Yeah. Like, since we've been watching these, it's like, golly, man, give up the goats, sir. It's yeah. it's time. Just like this. This is proof positive that wrestlers have no discernible skills outside of wrestling at this yeah. point in time in life. Like, because I mean, again, I'm sure he was like, What the hell else am I gonna do? Right. 
I've, that could yeah. earn me the money that what I was doing. Because there's no one left for me to murder, so yeah, what else <laughs> exactly. I mean, what Snooker gonna go work a regular ass job? No, exactly. And you know, he was CTD and cocaineed out by oh, this yeah, point already. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there was no like, oh, yeah, I seen Jimmy Snooker working at the Walmart distribution center. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, number 14, it's the British Bulldog, y'all. Uh, he winds up getting eliminated 27th. Um, by by what's it? Uh Earthquake, Earthquake and, and Brian Knobs. Yeah, and Knobs. Uh this version of Bulldog, perfect size. <laughs> he doesn't stop there though. <laughs> he starts <laughs> starts and starts growing from here. Yes. He this turns is where, out he, he this put is the before Bane his mask growth on. spurt. Yeah, he put the Bane mask on or the juice <laughs> that Bane uses and just starts to blow up. He's got up a little completely. hose that plugs into the back. Oh of my his neck. god! Yeah. I was like, you know what? He was big when they were the British Bulldogs. Like, oh, that's fine. And then he got like this big. I was like, oh, this that's it, man. Don't you don't need any more juice. Nah, son. I need and, all the juice. And he, and he come in on the braids. Uh, no, let's leave it okay. at that. <laughs> Next, yeah, yeah let's leave the cultural appropriation where it belongs. I, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I love David Boy Smith. Like I really do. His power yeah. slams, his clotheslines, like all of that was so good. The press slams too. Yeah, it's just, but and man, the, oh the, man, the long, the the stall vertical suplex. Yeah, I mean, we all yeah. hold him forever. But it's so funny because now you, you know, you. Again, don't watch wrestling that much, but even if you watched it in the Nitro era, we don't really have, like, people that were, like, popular and young then It's just, like, died, like, all of a sudden and shit. You know, mm-hmm. like, people from a previous era that may have been on Nitro, but, like, the that group, like, it's like, like nobody ever talks, like, oh, it was the pain kills and all, pain pills and all that. I'm like, nobody talks about them freaking horse because <laughs> i assure you that's not great for you over time well and, and then what he hurt his back on a botch trap door and then yeah drugged himself out and died that's yep yeah that's bad too but still yeah. like he he wasn't gonna be with us long pumping that shit into his body no. like that's just not good like overall um anyway all right number 15 is smash he's eliminated 14th by hogan he sucks uh, demolition sucks. We've been very clear on that. Any version, all three of them, one, two, three, it doesn't matter. They suck. Oh, it's Real Warrior Hawk coming in at 16. Uh, he's eliminated 11th by Martel and Hercules he Hernandez. Gets a six minute run. Yeah, but he also, he gets an elimination that him and, uh, Animal eliminate the Undertaker, I believe. Uh, they, let's see. I think they so double He put Snooka out. He put Snooka out. Okay. I, th- I thought him and Animal got the Undertaker. Under, yep, they also put out the Undertaker. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, this is them being there. Well, we've seen them in the last pay-per-view as well, but now they're on this little um, run in, w- in WWF. But I can't. I don't think they're there that long either before they're off to Japan. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's a small-ish run. They do get through WrestleMania for sure. Number mm-hmm. 17 is Shane Douglas before they gimmicked him up with, I do believe it was not the poet. He's the, the Dean, the Dean. Dean yes. Douglas. Before they, uh, gimmicked him up, you know, he most last recently to us as a part of the dudes with attitudes do suck dick. Uh, <laughs> and, um, he doesn't make any sense here. He's the quintessential Southern wrestler. 
Like he's tiny. Yeah, he's, he has a body, but he's too small. He sounds too southern. Like it just and he's always from Pittsburgh, but it just doesn't very work. Very generic. He's the yeah. most generic person. And he he gets like a twenty minute run or something. Yeah, like which is twenty six. Yep. Yeah. Eliminated by knobs as well. Uh number eighteen, Randy Savage never makes it into the ring. That was weird. I was like, yeah. did they screw something up? But then I was like, yeah. Oh, was, they reveal later it's Macho yeah. Man. I'm like, okay, that's the angle. Yeah, that's bad. 19 is Road Warrior Animal. He gets eliminated 12th by Earthquake. Uh, also six minutes in the ring. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, how long can you hold those dudes out there? Um, yeah. it's the, I think he gets eliminated by the clothesline in the back and yeah, yeah. puts himself over the top rope. <laughs> That's a popular yeah. one too. But yeah. Uh, number 20, Crush eliminated 19th by Hogan. I think Hogan had six eliminations in this, something like that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah that sounds awful. Right. Seven. Se- Jesus. Yep. Uh, 21, Hacksaw Jim Duggan eliminated 13th by Mr. Perfect. Four minutes in the ring. Yeah. Again, another huge dude to get him out. 27 is Earthquake. He's going to be eliminated wait, last. Wait, you went from 21 to 22? Yeah. Oh, you said 27, but you're right. Oh, I'm 22 sorry, 22. My handwriting's terrible. Yeah, 22 is Earthquake. Eliminated 27th by Hogan. Or 29th, right? Yeah. The last yeah. One in so the he, game. yeah, he and Brian Knobs end up being the end. Yeah. Okay. 23 is Mr. And Perfect. again, Earthquake. Yes, again. Great, yeah. No. Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. His finisher is great until Hogan shakes it off. Um, Perfect is eliminated by 23rd by Bulldog. Again, mm-hmm. Bulldog. Just great. Two great wrestlers. Hogan gets in at 24, so he doesn't have to be in the ring that long. Plus the time stamp on him entering. You have 21, that. 21. 21. And then how long does this go? Uh, I think it was uh, an hour and five. Oh, okay. So, so came in two-thirds of the way through. Okay. So, yeah, Hogan comes in. Yeah, seven eliminations. Uh, 25 is Haku. He's also eliminated by the Bulldog. Uh, the 25th elimination, 26th, Jim Neidhart, eliminated by Rick Martell, the 24th, uh, bu- bu- <laughs> yes, Bushwhacker Luke. Comes uh, in like, and goes out. Yep, yeah, 17th, but yeah, four seconds. Credited uh, with four seconds in the ring. Yes, that's terrible. That's like a Warlord did that, I think, one mm-hmm. year. He got up on the ring, posed, and got knocked out by, I think, Hogan, yes. but... And I think, and now again, like if you watch, what's that, Kofi Kingston or whatever, he had this thing where he would do some special thing to not land on the floor. They'd knock mm-hmm. him off and he'd do some yeah. sort of flip, land in a chair, land on the ring, uh, fence or whatever, and then do that. And then he botched it like the last two years and they stopped yeah. doing it. It was like, oops, okay. Yeah, you know, we were probably pressing your luck with that that game again with, uh, 28, uh, was that Brian Knobs, eliminated yeah. by earthquake. Um, 28th like yeah and i think that was accidental if i were yes like a oops uh 29 warlord yeah he's the warlord he's 20th elimination by hogan of course again stone cold warlord yep stone cold warlord is he still wearing the freaking phantom of the opera thing when yeah i think he does that he has that and i think he has like a some sort of scepter i don't even know what i don't know what yeah whatever uh number 30 is tugboat uh, he's eliminated 22nd, uh, his by, boy. by his own friend. It's yep. a be your own people, would, man. This would set the stage for the natural disasters. Yes, that's right. Oh my God. Cause he does turn on Hogan too. Typhoon. Huh? Yep. Oh, geez. Uh, he's RIP too. So if you start to look through this carton from 30 there, 30 dead, 
27. Which Bushwhacker just died? I don't know. One of them. Let's call it not Luke. Nightheart, dead. Haku's alive. Hogan, unfortunately. Yeah, I want to say it was Butch. Yeah. Perfect, dead. Earthquake, yes, dead. He did die. Uh, Animal, dead. Savage, dead. Shane Hawk, dead. Smash, I think, is dead. Uh, yeah. Bulldog dead, Snooker dead. Oh no, I think Smash is alive. I think which one? Crush yeah. is dead. Crush is dead. Okay, sorry. Snooker yeah, Smash dead. is um, that's Crusher Khrushchev. Is it? Oh yeah, because Cru- yeah. Cru- 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 the other one was the Hawaiian dude that became a member of Demolition, right? Crush. Yeah, Crush is the Hawaiian dude. Yeah. Okay, he's dead. Uh, Tito Hercules Bravo dead. dead. Yep, Bravo dead. Uh, tornado stop, dead. Tornado dead. Macho dead. Yeah, Hawk, I mean, animal. Yeah, well, smash. you probably of the thirty, you probably almost half of them are dead. Yeah, that's not great. Not no. a great percentage. Yeah, not at all. So anyway, so anyway, so the last two in the ring, it's Hulk Hogan match versus Earthquake, and we just saw <sighs> this match. Pretty much, like we just saw this match on the last pay per view, um, where Hogan gets his ass beat for a while. I mean, remind me, tell me if you ever heard this one before. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Hogan gets his ass beat. Uh, he hulks out. Uh, he, I don't think he actually kicks out of his finisher, even though he takes it. Like he doesn't. I thought he came, I thought he popped right up. In the last one, he did for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't think... think he did here, but it would make sense if he did. It's hard to remember because they all look exactly alike. Yeah. But he definitely does the whole thing, like fighting up from, no, he doesn't kick out. He, he gives it to him and he gets on his knees and he starts the shaking. Yeah. And then he starts yeah. the punching and the punching and the getting up and then the finger wag or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, then he goes yes, into yeah. his thing and, you know, he eliminates him and then Hogan wins. Uh, remind and me. He had de- he, they had told us before that if Hogan won, they said Hogan had found out that Slaughter was burning a flag. Mm. And as a result, he, if he won, if he won. If. He was going to dedicate this to the troops overseas. Of course so, he would. So, yeah, when this, like, I watched, I slogged through the first part of this, and then it came to the thing, mm. came to the rumble. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I, I I got to that part. It's it's fine enough. It's rough, though. Don't get me wrong. It's, it is hard to watch those freaking matches because, again, I hate Battle Royals. And then I hate Hogan. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that's probably the biggest thing of it. Like, if I cared about Hulk Hogan, I, and again, we must remind ourselves and everybody else every time we say how much we hate him, people are going nuts while this shit is happening. The mm. people on the floor, they are very happy that Hulk Hogan yeah. won this shit. Like, yeah. and it's so funny that at some point we're gonna see like where people are just like, I'm so sick of this motherfucker. Yeah, like it's yeah, like I, they came, they came here for this. This is yes, the one exactly. thing they were hoping to see. But it's. I mean, again, in a three-year wrestling window, that's like 10 years. But in like a three-year window, these people are going to be like, man, I'm tired of this. Yeah. And he's going to be well, forced to leave. I mean, I mean, here they're they're trying to, they're, this is the cusp of we got to go back to the real American. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, people had enough of this. We got to go to the warrior. Oh, the yeah. warrior sucks. Mm-hmm. How's the real American sound to you? Yeah, right. So. And you have to wonder, too, if there is no Gulf War, mm-hmm. does that happen when it happens, you know what I'm saying? Like it's circumstances of the real American that you had, the, the, and the, the war that's happening. Do you, 
make that switch because they know that they could sell and Hogan could, you know, go on shows and do everything and wearing all this American stuff and they could put him in front of everything and everybody. Whereas there was no way they could put the warrior on the tonight show and make it like not be an absolute shit show. Talk about some destrucity. Oh, God, a warrior sucks. I don't (laughs) mind it. Anyway. So yeah, y'all that's the end of freaking Royal rumble 91. You know, it's setting up this WrestleMania match that comes up. That's the next pay-per-view for them, right? It's WrestleMania. Uh, I think so. Because they're only quarterly on these things, so WrestleMania should be in March. All right, run that card down for us. WrestleMania 1991, which would be WrestleMania, what, seven? Eight? Eight, I think. Seven. Seven. Okay. WrestleMania seven. Uh, All right. WrestleMania seven. Do we have one? Do we have our jingoism match? Two, do well, we have it's, it's Slaughter and, and Hogan. That's jingoism. And two, the, do we have the, our black beat, black guy beatdown match? Let's go. The the Rockers versus the powers, the, the powers of pain that would be, but that, the bar, how, we, we know them as the Barbarian and Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dino Bravo and Texas Tornado. Mm. Uh, the Warlord and British Bulldog. Mm. The Nasty Boys and the Heart Foundation. That could be a watch along. How long is it? Uh, twelve ten. That that works. Uh, this is the blow off of the Jake's Jake Roberts Rick Martel feud in a blindfold match. Uh, Vince, uh, that is worse. Jimmy Snuka and the Undertaker. Black guy gets beat down. Match there it is. Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Genichiro Tenryu versus Koji Katao. Or oh. uh, no, those two versus Demolition. Why? Is a match. Yep. Not sure, exactly. Yep. I sure but, you know Japanese people are winning that match, but sure. Big Boss Man and Mr. Perfect. Mm. That could be. Ooh. How long is that? That sounds like a good match. Ten forty six. Mm, that that could be the backup there. Uh-huh. Earthquake and Greg Valentine. Mm. That's not uh, great. The Legion of Doom and Power and Glory. That could be good too. It's that can't be selling for Paul Roma because it's he's fifty nine seconds. So okay. yeah, we can do that. So, we can do that. Yeah, okay, so so now obviously then. Maybe this is Paul Roma when we get to the neck where the WCW one is. I think maybe Paul Roma's on his way out or Hercules and them are must be on their way out because that's that's a beatdown. So Virgil okay. and DiBiase. Black guy beatdown match. Which is this is it, but he doesn't win here, obviously, because you told me it's on a Survivor mm-hmm. series thing. Wasn't that till summer? Okay. Uh the Mountie oh <laughs> Oh my god, the Mountie and Tito Santana. One twenty one. He took out like, I, spoiler alert, Tito does not win. He took nine minutes to beat Coco. And he gives him 121 over Santana. They're like, oh, shit, we're running out of time. You got to go get this job in a minute. Hey, look, I'm seven. sorry, man. Hogan has to pose for 10 minutes, so cut your mouth. That's mic. right. Yep. That's right. And then Hogan and Slaughter. <laughs> well, how long is that? 20 12, minutes. 12. I was going to say 18 at first, but yeah. 20 uh, There's some bear hugs in that, I assure you. And oh, and then dog. Coco actually wins a dark match. I guess a darky. A, d- a dark match. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> versus the Brooklyn Brother. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That'd realize, be the only way. I didn't realize the joke there. For a yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, 
crap. So yeah, yeah that's a that's, different kind of dark match than yeah, they normally exactly. have. <laughs> well, I just figured they would have had him wrestling a black guy. It's the only reason that he won. So oh yeah, no. out of here. Brooklyn They're like, Brothers. well, one of you has to win. Brooklyn Brawl is also a freaking jobber, but anyway, yeah. all right, okay. So that's that. But our next bout up would be the WCW pay per view oh, offering, yeah. which would WCW. be what's a bunkhouse, not bunkhouse stampede. Uh, not, Wrestle uh, Wars February. That's it. And then yeah, Starcade was before. All, all right, right, so, so the, Wrestle War ninety one. Uh Ricky Morton, Tommy Rich, and Junkyard Dog. <laughs> Versus Big Cat and the State Patrol. <laughs> I can't even write that down. <laughs> so Ray, so Ricky Morton and them have not. Wait, is Big? Is this that? No, because Junkyard Dogs in it, so that's not the yeah, York Foundation. That's not the York Foundation. Okay. Yet. No, All this right. is Tommy Rich filling in for Robert for Robert Gibson, Gibson with Bobby Junkyard and Dog. Brad Armstrong. That might we might have to watch that. One. Yeah, that's that's uh, was technical. Uh, it's Suki Yamazaki and Mami Kitamura versus Miki Honda and Miss A. That's a late. I think that's, that's a, a ladies tag. A ladies man. tag to Japanese tagging. Yeah, we're gonna skip Dustin that Rhodes and Buddy Landell, your boys, the Young Pistols versus the royal family of Jack Victor and Rip mm-hmm. Morgan. Nope. Terrence Terrible. Taylor now aligned with Alexander York mm-hmm. versus the Z Man. Mm. Big Van Vader versus Stan Hansen. That's got to be trash. Slobber knocker. Six minute double DQ. Mm. Lex Luger and Dan Spivey. Nope. That better be a six minute freaking squash too. Nope. 20 minutes. Uh, Doom versus the Fabulous Freebirds. The Fabulous Freebirds continue to cash checks unnecessarily. You, You don't. You don't want. To I, yeah, I, yeah, much. I'm sure. Well, again, hold up though. So we run the WWF for that shit. Jingoism match, beat down the black guy match. Um, WCW ain't that much better. Okay, the the jingoism yeah. is not as overt, yep. but uh, beat the black dudes is okay. And then uh, the War Games is the final. Four Horsemen, Ric Flair, Barry Windham, Sid Vicious. Mm. And Larry Zabisco with Arn Anderson. So I'm not sure who's actually Horseman. Okay. Arn must have been hurt. Yeah. Uh, versus Sting, Brian Sting. Pillman, and the the Steiner brothers. I, I, as I watch a part, like not to watch along, I, I would not hate watching that. I and mean, we got a bunch of good people in there. I hate Zabisco though. As War a wrestler. Games is garbage. Though. It is. Yeah. It was one it's time. A, it's, it a, it's a battle royal where nobody gets eliminated. Till yeah. I mean, but if people are really going forward and they're getting juice and all that, I, I can yeah. live with it. But if it's we just, might, I think we, we watched the RL RIP Bobby Eaton, Brad Armstrong. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So. Bobby Eaton, Brad Armstrong. I forgot they're both dead too. Okay. So that's it, y'all. Uh as a pay-per-view goes, the Survivor Series is horrible. It's trash. It's trash. It was was one of the worst. Yeah, there's not one. Well, and it was just bad because it was so long and so pointless and so boring, and yep. it just ended the way they all end. Yep, it's just, I mean, there's not, a, I mean, again, we watched a 10-minute match, and it was the best of the bunch of them, and it wasn't great to begin with either. It was just a match, and there's nothing at any of us that, that couldn't have been on free television, to be honest with you. There's nothing special about any of those matches. 
and the Royal Rumble is again, if you like battle royals, I guess you'd be into it. But again, it's people are more interested in who's coming out, not necessarily who's in the ring. So, all right, so we'll be back for Wrestle War, and these Wrestle Wars never work out for us either because that card you just told me is pretty awful too. And they got some names on it, but it's just, it's still not good. No. It's, still, it's like, it's, that's that freaking, well, we're going to kind of take some of these older dudes from our Southern roots and, you know, and kind of mix them in, but we kind of have some of these young dudes, but the horsemen were still cool, but like, it's so, it's such a hodgepodge yeah. mishmash of like everybody together. And it's just, it's doesn't work. And you can see how they were bleeding viewers and money. Until, you know, Bischoff or whatever comes in. So, uh, for Nitro, so that's going to be awkward five years from that. Good Lord. So when was Wrestle War in February of 91? Yeah, February. 91. Okay. Got it. All right, y'all. So as a producer of this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, not Stitcher because it's gone forever, y'all. Uh, Google Play. That's the best way to do it. Just do it on Google or your Amazon device. So they play the Brothers Comics podcast. It's very funny to do that. And it'll actually play it and come up. Although the enunciation part, you really got to use your, your white people talking voice. And when I say it, it doesn't come up necessarily sometimes. So I have to like really, hey, could you play the Brothers <laughs> podcast and uh you can get it out that way so take the bass out your voice uh so yeah so just find it there rate review subscribe all of that stuff i'm signing off go ahead and sign off brother beavis uh podcast one stock at 205 if you were trying to get it on the bottom floor it's only going to get more to the bottom <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> so there's always the basement there's the buildings have God. a basement. Yeah, if you're just gonna have that stack to throw at, you let your cats play with it because that's about <laughs> what it's worth. Put it in the bottom of your cat's kitty litter because that's what it's worth. Probably y'all. rebound and they'll all make money and they'll be laughing at us. So yes, whatever. Sure. All right, so we'll see you guys for Wrestle War later on. Peace, everybody.